When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. We're on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. You got a radio in your pocket right now. You can listen to us live wherever you are. We're on ESPNU. You can download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We're presented, I, by the way, it's, pro, it's Progressive's 10th Keys to Progress giveaway for veterans. This year, their goal is to gift a vehicle to a recipient, small business, or nonprofit in every single state. See more about their annual giveaway at keystoprogress.com. And uh, we're joined now by the host of, uh, what did you call it, Key Rothenberg and DePeepee? Yeah, I think Rick. Di Pietro. Ah, ah, you got he it. got it. That's impressive. He nailed it. But, Excellent. But Rick is not with us, though. Nope. It is yeah, but Dave, I'm saying. Rothenberg. Dave Rothenberg. Yeah. Host Hello, of how are you? Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. ESPN New York. What's going on, guys? Good. How morning. are you, Dave? I, I'm doing really well. Listen, the Giants are 6-1. and one. How could I not be feeling great? You're exactly So, right. Dave, I said a couple weeks ago, um, Daniel Jones offer him three years, seventy five now, right before it gets more expensive. Key was already like, eh, it's going to cost you more like ninety over three. I'm afraid by the end of the season, it's going to be more than that. Would you give Daniel Jones a contract extension? I, I would, I, I, and I think I'm going to disagree with you guys a little bit, or you'll disagree with me. I'm not in a crazy rush to do it. I mean, it's it's it, he's been terrific. He's gotten better of late, much better. It's seven games, so. I want to see him make it through the season healthy, and I want to see him make it through the season and not turn the football over a lot. I, I, you know, I don't know how many teams are going to be knocking down the door to sign Daniel Jones to a real long-term deal. So I think I can get to week, I don't know, thirteen or fourteen, and then yeah, three years, eighty million, two years, fifty-five million, something in that range. I think I think is very fair. I do. You guys really think there are going to be multiple teams knocking down the door for Daniel Jones? Yep. No, you I do. do. I do. I told I told Max that already, Dave. I told him I said it's not going to be the free agent market for him is not going to be large. But what happens is he's a starting quarterback in New York City, therefore his value for New York gets pushed up. When you are a starting quarterback in New York and you're good, you get paid. When you're a star player in New York, if you're good, you get paid. That's just the reality of it. I think I think it is a little early, but if they could get to some sort of medium ground, week 11, you start thinking about that sort of thing. You start thinking about it. Doesn't Dave. mean you have to do it. Dave, he's doing this. Listen, what I the reason I think there'll be multiple bidders for Daniel Jones if he makes it through the season. Right. You're right, Dave. Healthy and without a bunch of turnovers, right? Let's it's a small sample size so far. What the Giants are doing differently this season is they're protecting him. They're sending extra resources to protect Daniel Jones. So the league can see if you protect this dude, he can get it done. And Dave, that's without any receivers. He's doing it just with the running game, his own and and Saquon's. Would you pay Saquon? Um 
here, here's the thing. Uh, Saquon, in, in my mind, is a defined star running back. Mm-hmm. Like, Daniel Jones is a lot of question marks. Saquon is a star. But on the heels of that, what is the shelf life of Saquon Barkley? Like, how many guys hit a second contract and, and get better or are really good? Like, the, really, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is Derrick Henry. Other than that, it's not great. Ezekiel Elliott is not a great deal. Christian McCaffrey is not a great deal. So would I pay him? Yeah, I would. I think I'd franchise him. Or at the max, guys, you know, if the franchise number is like 12 and a half, I think we just looked up on our show, I think I'd pay him like two years, 27 million, something like that. Something very reasonable. Giants are going to have a lot of money. He's a star player. I don't have any questions about the stardom of Saquon. My questions surrounding him are health and at some point, and you guys know this, you go from being that level of running back, and it goes away very quickly. So I'm yeah. not getting involved in, in a long, long term. But, but Dave, I also see how much like the San Francisco 49ers went hard after Christian McCaffrey, right? And how much he like they got in return for him with the Panthers. So like there, there still is value on that position. And I do think that at the end of the day, Saquon Barkley is the heart and the soul of the Giants organization. Key was talking about this the other day. We are throwing out names as relates to wide receivers, right? And I hear what you're saying, being patient on Daniel Jones, but if you're talking about trying to make a move before the trade deadline, and maybe it's in the offseason, I have no idea the timing of it, but could a guy like T. Higgins, who is younger, an absolute stud, does acquiring a guy like that does that give you the caliber of wide receiver where you can actually get a chance to see the potential ceiling of Daniel Jones in this team? Well, that's what you're – I mean, whether it's T. Higgins, and I don't have, like, the full list of free agents. Yeah, that's, a, guys that's an off-season deal, though. Right, right. Uh, 100% yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, look at, look at their receiving core. It's it's David Sills. It's Richie James. I mean, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. When Darius Slayton, who's fine – like, he's not special, he's not awful, he's fine. When he is your big play weapon, and when you're literally burning money on fire in Kenny Galladay, I mean, you have a real problem with the receiving core. So, the offensive line feels like it's on the verge. If not, it is fixed. You look to think maybe you have the quarterback. You certainly have the running back. If you can add a couple of pieces, weapons at the receiving core... All of a sudden, you're talking about what looks to be a pretty good offense moving forward. Yeah, T. Higgins is going to get crazy money in free agency. There's going to be, you know, suitors all over the place for him. I think for him, it would be big time to play in New York because he's a big time receiver that can be a one. And are they going to be willing to pay him 30 plus million dollars, though? Because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take 30 plus million on an average. For T. Higgins. Mm. It's a lot of money. I don't know. I mean, especially if you just got especially if you just got burned with this Kenny Galladay deal. But the difference is T. Higgins is just the eyeball. Kenny Galladay, maybe yeah, he T- could T- be T- a Higgins one if legit. he could stay on the field. I'm not saying and, he's not. No, he's legit. If you if you would ask me if you'd ask me about Galladay when he was in Detroit, if Gettleman would have said, Hey, what do you think about this? I could have told him. But T. Higgins you want that. Six, so then, six so four, then, 23 years old. So then, David, if that's too much money for you as a Giants fan, I mean, I don't think it would be. But like, would you want OBJ back off injury? No, I, I, I'm less? not opposed to T. Higgins. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to rehash the OB. I didn't like the way it ended here. I thought he was – and maybe he's more mature now. I thought oh, he was very God. immature here. Oh, what? Really, I thought he was, I thought really he was very immature with the Giants. Dave. 
Well, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't appreciate you kicking the net and freaking out. Oh, God, I, got, get, I, I can't. I can't listen to this. Why? I can't. Can't listen to it. Listen, I, it did, has did, nothing did to it, do did with him performing well, on the football field. Has nothing to do that. with that, Dave. That that's fine. Did did it? Was his tenure here? He disrespected the star quarterback. Right? The owners didn't like the stuff he did. He wanted to get paid. He got paid. He didn't act like like an adult. I, I'm not saying that that he wouldn't be better this time. I just I don't want to roll the dice. I'd rather I'd much rather but bring wait, in. Wait, hold on one else. second, Dave. Wouldn't you say in retrospect? Because that's the way it looked at the time. And by the way, I think by Odell's own admission, he would tell you he's more mature now than he was, as most of us are as time goes on. Kicking but, the net has nothing. But to hold do on, with Key, hold on, hold football. on. Let me ask. Let me ask Dave. Dave, wouldn't you say that? In retrospect, he was in a bad situation. The team wasn't good. They didn't have a line. They didn't have a quarterback. They didn't. Eli was toast, right? He was like, and, and when you look back at it, actually, as soon as Odell was in a real good situation, he was on his way to being the MVP of the Super Bowl, right? Brown's not good situation for him. Giants, awful. In retrospect, doesn't Odell look better? I don't. I don't think he looks better. Listen, there was there was never a time when he wasn't an immense talent. That was never a question. The guy is phenomenal. That that year he had with the Giants was one of the best receiving years I've ever seen. Yep. You asked me what I bring him back. My answer is no. I thought that 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 ran its course, and I would not be in a rush to bring him back. I think that he'll have success elsewhere. I wish him luck. There's no hard feelings. The Giants fan in me towards him. I just I don't want to bring him back. I don't want to dance that dance again. But would you bring Odell back? That's the thing we need you to answer. Okay, that is Dave Rothenberg, ladies and gentlemen. He, he would kicked not, the net. He would not bring Odell back. Uh, I would not. I, I respect your opinion, Dave. I respect. Thank it. you. You're, you're, I think you're the only one that I don't. I don't. I don't even think Keyshawn truly, honestly knows my name. And and Max, I don't think cares for me. Jay, what? you and I are the what? only Wait, hold ones. Hold on, I, 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 I understand. You. Since when have you we and I can't. not gotten along? I, I, no, we I get along. I but, don't but play there's a difference between getting along and caring for. Well, and I, I don't. Do I care for you? Are we exchanging Christmas cards or hey, Hanukkah cards in well, our your case? T- your tone doesn't sound like you care. Hey, Dave, Dave. I, I don't that play. The, I don't play the Jay's music, Dave. I'm not going to play Jay's game. What's Jay's game? What What did I do? Okay, I, I, I know Dave your and I name. Just speaking from the heart, I just like, I know, that's I know your name, Dave, and I don't agree with you kicking the net. Hey, oh, that's fine. Hey, we key, can have, key, we can key, have different opinions. Kicking Rothenberg. Rothenberg. He knows you have to do with playing football. Nothing, Dave. Well, I resent that you think that I don't like you, and maybe now I don't. I did until <laughs> just now. All right, all Dave right, Rothenberg, all right. ladies and gentlemen, the excellent host right, of DPHRO and Rothenberg Goodbye. on 98. All right, DR. See you later, DR. Thanks, Goodbye, brother. KJ. All right, brother. Damn. Boy, Bye. do I love me some Dave Rothenberg. <laughs> Ever mention how much I like that guy? DR. Tune in for college football DR. action Saturday as Virginia hosts Miami, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The underdog is howling. The best way to make some real cash is to find a live dog. I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. This is On the Plus Side. We need more dogs. (laughs) Okay, it's On the Plus Side, Key. Best underdog bets of the weekend. What you got for us? I'm taking a Rams plus one and a half at home versus San Francisco because Cooper Cup is going to kick the net. Oh, oh no, Cooper Cup wouldn't kick the net. Not Cooper Cup. He would never kick the net. Key, how dare you? <laughs> I like that one. I, I think that's a good one. 
Um, I don't understand how they're underdogs to the 49ers. I don't get you it. You ought to apologize whatever. to the whole Cup family for suggesting even that he Actually, would kick it. I like that. I think the 49ers going to win that one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Broncos plus two and a hook mm. in London versus Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. In London, I think Russ is going to feel comfortable. Oh, you're it's right. going to come out. Look, he's put all that together. He's going to draw that, power I from Buckingham de- Palace. I think that defense is going to step up next level to beat the Jags. What day you leave, Jay? Huh? What I got to do the show, leave? Key. I'm going to have to, yeah. I, I, I can't go. I can't be in London and do the show. We don't have the resources. I'm trying to get us down to Florida, West Palm. West Palm, what's up? Can we I'm do the show it. in West Palm? Please? I want to let all the bosses know I'm available to do a week of shows in West Palm. I'm not trying to go to another I'll do cold two weeks environment. Of shows I'm trying to go in West to a Palm. warmer environment. Would you do two weeks of shows in West Palm? If I'm, you force me, yes. Uh, you don't two have to weeks. force me. I'll Justin, right two weeks. Jay, you seem like a West Palm guy, though. Key, I'll be a Florida guy wherever you want me to go. No, I said West <laughs> yeah. Palm. Nothing wrong with West Man, Palm. Nothing wrong with West Palm. No. Nah. That's where you stayed at last time you were in Florida. Let me tell you what doesn't happen in West Palm, Key. Key. No one kicks the nets. How dare anyone kick a net? Um, They kick a bunch of other stuff down there. Wearing the collar shirts tucked in. (laughs) Jay, they kick a lot of other stuff down there. I I got a plus side bet, underdog bet of the weekend. Ready for this? New York Jets are underdogs two and a half points at home versus the New England Patriots. I know Belichick schemes it up and all this. The Patriots' defense has at times looked very good, but has also been had this year at times. The Jets are talented, and yes, Brees Hall's not there right now. However, it really has more to do with line. Like, if your line can block for the run, and I know also Vera Tucker's not there. That's another weakness. But if your line can block for the run, any running back will give you a decent return. And yeah. they brought in James Robinson, yeah. too. I-, I like the Jets to upset uh, to upset New England, you know, in New York. I like you know, that. The, 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 the line, you say it this way, right? The line moved the when line they moved. Mac Jones. That's it right. went up. It was, a, it was one and a half, and then it went up uh, yesterday mm-hmm. when they named Mac Jones the starter. I, I am shocked by you, Max. Why? Because our G-men mm-hmm. are underdogs on the road. Against Seattle, and you took the other New York um, team. Listen, the you, fact, you're betting on the other New York team. The fact is, I think the Giants, and I, I, you know, that's that's my. I love the Giants. I think they're due for a loss. They've won a lot oh, of God. close games, and in Seattle, they are facing a team that has certain similarities to the Giants. But the Giants are the ones on the road. I get it. Oh, the reverse jinx. Well, I I am putting it all together now. Shut up, Jay. Okay, you're gonna sorry. ruin the reverse jinx. Oh, God, sorry, sorry. Never happened. Anyway, so yeah. Um. So Jay, you have. So let's start with Key. Key is taking the Rams to buck the odds at home versus the Niners. Jay, you are taking the Broncos to beat to upset Jacksonville in London, where undoubtedly it's in uh, London. What's that? It's in London. That's right. And undoubtedly, yeah. Russell West, Russell yeah. Wilson will draw strength from Buckingham Palace and use that on the field. And the New York Jets I am taking as the underdogs at home versus the New England Patriots. What is wrong with you? What? He draws strength. He's From close Buckingham to, Palace. Yes. <sighs> he might even be in charge of those guards at Buckingham Palace. You know, they can't ever, break, they can't ever crack a smile. Russ ain't never coming on our show. Oh, what's wrong with that? We're just having some fun, Jay. Um, <laughs> Key, Mac Jones, you mentioned it, is going to start. And the line got wider 
<laughs> the, the Patriots became bigger underdogs. So is that the right call, you do mean you the think? Jets, the Jets became bigger sorry, underdogs. Sorry, the Jets, yes. Sorry, the Jets. Is that the right call, Key, do you uh, think? Yeah, no, it's, it's the right call for him to start right. But, but every you know, it's the right call because Bill Belichick says it's the right call. But Bill Belichick is giving him the start in his game. Doesn't mean he's going to finish the game. Okay, we saw that a week ago against the Chicago Bears. So let's see how it goes before we get all tickle-toed, okay? <laughs> tickle-toed, I like it, yeah. Let's just see how it goes. Mac Jones hasn't played well this season, and, and Belichick is trying to get to the playoffs and be a part of the playoffs this year. And he drafted Mac Jones in the first round a year ago. And Mac Jones, I'm not one of those guys that you're going to package him up and sell him to me. I'm, I'm just not like that. I am. What do you, what do you mean up package him up, Key? Because what? Because Bill Belichick wrapped him up in, in the great gift wrapping and the no, what came I, out. What I mean, what I mean by packaging him up, uh, Twinkle Jay, toes. Yeah. No, I was about <laughs> to say Max, but Jay, <laughs> you just tickle toes. name call me is that Key? That's yeah. what you just did. Well, he's tickle toes is what he said. Tickle toes or twinkle toes? I think he said tickle toed. But anyway, <laughs> this dude, <laughs> go ahead, man, Max. Lay out. <laughs> <laughs> He's struggling with For his me. voice right now. Um, <clears throat> it, what I mean, Jay, is when you package somebody up, you're trying to make it look better than what it is. And I understand. A lot of analysts like Mac Jones. Nice guy. He's, you know, nice first guy. one in, last one out of the building. Played Family for Nick guy. Saban. Won a national title. Was a first-round pick. The way that I look at quarterbacks, and I've played with many, and I've assessed them. And I think I'm pretty good at assessing QBs. He did a good job for Bill Belichick a year ago because he did all the right things that they asked him to do. But I'm not going to sit up here and act like he's the second coming of something just overly special because he went in the first round and he was a Pro Bowl player in a, in a time where the Pro Bowl really doesn't mean anything. Um... That defense and that running game last year was phenomenal. And he was a part of that. And he did all the right things. But I also watched him this year not do all the right things. And I also watched him give him a quick hook against Chicago. Now, you could say, well, he was hurt. You could say a million different things. I know what I saw. And it didn't look good. And when I look at quarterbacks, I look at guys like Geno Smith that people said couldn't play anymore. But he got an opportunity to go to Seattle and turn things around for himself. I don't know what Mac Jones is. I like Dr. Z for what he did in in two weeks of football. I like his style. Mac Jones didn't do that this year. So it's a wait-and-see approach for me. I, not gonna, you know, nobody's gonna make yeah, me believe that he's something special. Yeah, that, that's key. Fine, nobody. No, that's that's fine. Key. Nobody needs to make you believe anything. I mean, you're gonna believe what you want to believe. But like, there, it's there is something to be said about yes, Bill Belichick provided the vehicle, right? Just because you put a driver in a dope car doesn't mean that the driver knows how to drive the car, though. At the end of the day, Matt Jones still figured out how to drive the dope car at a pretty great pace, right? Like, the, the numbers spoke for itself. You, about you what rattled he was able them to, off the other day. They I mean, were very impressive. Top 10 in 
a lot of statistical categories. And I understand that you're probably going to give more credit to Bill Belichick than Mac Jones for that. Understood. But just because a guy is going through a little bit of a sophomore slump, considering all the changes. And, Key, you have made mention so many times about, you know, the guy that gets the most credit or gets the most noise behind him in the locker room is the backup quarterback. And I get that Bailey Zappi may look different, you know, versus two of the teams that had, you know, poor defensive, you know, stats behind them. But it doesn't just mean that you just give the job fully to Bailey Zappi. Key, do you think that sometimes you will do – it's like a human nature, right? You will identify – yeast what you call yeast a guy's getting pumped up there's extra on it right so you correctly identify that and I believe you have with Mac Jones will that sometimes cause you to underrate that player in other words you're focused on the extra credit that he's getting and then kind of overlooking the credit that he actually does deserve underneath it is could that be going on because Mac Jones for a rookie did pretty good he he, and I said he did what they he was supposed to do but when you start telling me he threw for 3,800 yards, how many balls did he throw beyond 20 yards? How many of them? Right. How many balls did he throw beyond 20 yards? They kept, yeah, but, they but, kept but, it nice and, yeah, nice and nice easy and like they were supposed to. Wait a second. But at the end Deacon of the day, Dunk, he, can't, he can't force the head coach and do things out of pocket. That's Bill Belichick. The reason the it's the reason, same. It's, but Key, it's the same. But, but Jay, I'll, Jay, I hear, Jay but wait, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. It's the same algorithm that Bill Belichick used with Tom Brady. No, but, but so, Jay – he, what, but key, what key is identifying, and now they're saying take the next step. I, and you once, know, it, once but, but you just changed you my go, entire coach. staff. You just changed well, everything. What about that? So key? Like, that's, that's my that's thing. Real. If you're telling me, hey, here's the same playbook that Michael Jordan had. Okay, I'm following that playbook. Great. But now you change out my entire staff, and now all of a sudden it's like, well, uh, we're not sure you can get it done. Well, damn, I agree. It's second. hard to evaluate Mac Jones at this moment because of what Jay just said, Key. Like, when it was time to take the next step, they changed all the stuff around them, right? It's not Josh they, McDaniels, Joe only, Judge, only and all thing, that. The only thing they changed was the coaches. They didn't change the playbook. All right. So there you have it. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, I say. Aaron Rodgers. They need to be giving well, Aaron the ball Jones, to Jones yeah, more. Same yeah. team. They need to be it giving the Jones the, the ball Max, to Jones more. Yeah. wake up. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wide awake, Key. He's anything, very caffeinated. I've got too much caffeine. Yeah, too much caffeine. Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Which quarterback has more in the tank to make a Super Bowl run this year? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Tom Brady should have stayed his ass at home. It's just his body language and how he looked at the podium guy who looks somewhat defeated. We just have not played well. It doesn't matter if you don't execute your job well, then it doesn't matter who's on the other side. Need to know where we Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So, guys, Kurt Warner, former MVP, Super Bowl champion, says Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers look exhausted. Now, consider it. Kurt Warner was a guy who was kind of written off after Mark Bolger took his job from injury. You know, Kurt Warner got hurt. Bolger won eight in a row. Kurt Warner never got the job back with the Cardinals when they were in St. Louis. Uh, He wound up as the quarterback for the Giants as they were breaking in rookie Eli Manning. And then he goes to Arizona. So what's interesting to me is that He's a guy who knows what it is to pe- have people think, eh, he's probably done. But he wasn't done. He had more in the tank because he got him to a Super Bowl, you know, when, his, it, when he got to Arizona. But he looks at Brady and Rodgers and says the following. He was a lot younger than them even in Arizona. But, quote, I think both those guys look like they're exhausted, Warner told People Magazine. It's okay to go, you know what? It's not how it used to be. I may not be who I used to be or – It's just too hard overall to get everybody up to the standard. Maybe it's time to walk away. It's not being defeated. That's not saying you can't do it anymore. I just think sometimes that stuff outweighs the joy of the game, which is what it looks like is happening for those two guys, meaning Brady and Rodgers, and I feel for them. Tom Brady was talking about potential retirement on his SiriusXM Let's Go podcast. I said last week that there's no immediate retirement in my future. There was a retirement in the past, but I moved on <laughs> from that. Um, but certainly not. You know, I've never, you know, I made a commitment to this team and I love this team and I love this organization. I told them in March I was playing and I've never quit on anything in my life. You know, I just, I want to keep fighting as hard as I can. And I'm always trying to do better. I'm always trying to work hard and I'm always trying to commit more to the things that are important to me. And um, this team is very important to me, and I certainly want to be the best I can be for them. So meantime, Brady has looked old and creaky. I've said it this year. Of course, he's never done well with interior pressure, and his whole offensive line in the interior is missing or hurt or gone or retired. Um, And so that's not good. He does have a lot of veterans who we know can play on the team, though. On the other hand, Aaron Rodgers – looks better to my eye than Tom Brady, looks like he has more left in the tank the way he's played so far this season, but he doesn't have those vets. He has young guys, puppies he's got to bring along, especially at receiver. So, Key, which quarterback has more in the tank to make a Super Bowl run, all things considered, Brady or Rodgers this year? 
Well, I think both of them can still make a run, but their teams are bad. Okay, Brady's team is not helping him out, and he's a little bit older. He needs his team to help him. Aaron Rodgers has much, like you said, a couple young guys, but yet and still the defense needs to play better. And then when you look at it overall, I think that Green Bay is in a better position to make a wild card run because Brady and them, they've got to win their division. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to win the division. He can go six, seven, five, six, seven. I don't think Brady and them can go five, six, seven because of where they're at right now. Um, so I think Rodgers has a better opportunity to make a run and get to the Super Bowl. Key, you think with Tampa, Carolina, granted, I mean, okay, rebuild, Saints two and five. I mean, both teams in Atlanta and Tampa tied at three and four. And I get that Atlanta is playing well. You think Tom Brady doesn't win that division? Are you betting against Tom Brady to win that division? I don't know that it's a bet against. He has to win the division. I just, yeah. He has to win it. I don't know if Atlanta's going to just fold their tank. You can win that division and be nine and eight. I just you, you can win the division at nine and eight. Can they get to nine and eight? I hear. You. I, I just I, I don't know, man. It's at the end of the day. I get the pieces and the injuries for the Bucks, but it still feels to me that I have more faith in Tom Brady and some of the pieces and the weapons that they do yeah. have. With the hope, I guess, if it happens that they get healthy, right? And I think for a lot of teams, like getting healthy at the right time and certain guys clicking more so than. I think there's we always focus so much on the offensive side of the ball for the Packers. We don't spend enough enough time on the defensive side. Them and the Bucks, their their defenses have underperformed. The Packers' defense is supposed to hold it down while the young receivers were getting acclimated. They haven't done that, Jay. Yeah, no, and the Bucks haven't had great defense either. But I, I just still feels like there's more faith for me in the Bucks than the, than the Packers. Yeah, listen, Godwin and Evans, key. If you go into a season and your top two receivers are Godwin and Evans, you should be good. You know, it just hasn't worked out that way so far. Yeah, you you should be good, but they're not good, right? Where I think injuries are going to catch up to the Buccaneers because we keep saying if they get healthy, when they get healthy, if they get healthy, you can apply that to the New Orleans Saints as well. Yeah. Uh, You know, if they get healthy, when they get healthy. Yeah. You can apply that to New Orleans. But as James well. has been hanging yeah, around just, the league yeah, for James a while now. Not, he has yet to have real success. Yeah, but but they are not healthy. I, I hear you, but I'm just not. I just Tom and Aaron Rodgers feel different than Jameis. Yes. No, you're looking. You're looking at the brand. You know, you, you can't oh, look I'm at the brand at, in this situation. I'm looking more. At I'm the talking body about of work. the health. The health of both of those teams in the same division is problematic. All right. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have health issues. He just has learning curve issues with some of his players and not just the young guys. We got to get your voice healthy, Key. Uh, Hal Steinbrenner. Well, I got to like stop Doc smoking Rivers. those Newport. Yeah, the Newport, the menthols, right? I love you all yeah. be. Get over here, James Harden. It's How- the Newports and yelling at Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Hal Steinbrenner, guys, plans to have Aaron Boone return as the Yankees manager, is that the right call? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Plus, a member of our staff says, I can't, are you, 
Derek, he said it. Derek Jeter he said is it. really overrated, according to a member of our staff. What? Oh, a tongue lashing awaits that member. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Here's one of my pet peeves, Key, Max, I don't know what yours are, but on airplanes, when I see people literally pull down the tray, the nasty ass tray, and they don't wipe it down. Mm-hmm. They put the food on the tray, let the kids eat off the tray. I'm giving you such a dirty look. I can't do it. I can't. I, I got to wipe down the whole tray before I put my hands. Even so if you I, keep the wipes with you, you take them on the flight. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. I don't do that, yeah. but I'm going to start to do that. It's a good idea. You just use the same tray that everybody else uses? I, apparently, Kids I do. Kids sneezing? Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. But you don't they, think about that? I, I, you know what? Thank you for uh, giving me an extra neurosis. I was afraid that I was losing too many of them, and now, uh, now I feel properly neurotic again about that stuff. Well, what's your pet peeve on, on plane rides? Um, oh, I have a bunch of them. The baggage? Like when you're sitting there and you know, you're seeing somebody first of all, when people. Your- when, when people leave the bathroom door open oh. or a mess in the bathroom. Hate that. Uh, what else can I tell you? Do you clean it up for them or do no. you just not touch it? I just don't touch it. I do everything with my feet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, really, so I do the same. Wearing, yeah. Mine is when I get on the plane and I have a Jay Will type dude talking loud on the phone mm-hmm. about his business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bob, we're going to. Yeah, I think when the IP closes, the IPO closes, then we can move that to the other side. Like, dude, I don't need to know what you're doing. You don't need to try to be important. Okay? Do you tell him that? Do you tell him to keep it down? Or do you give the offer? Oh, I've done that, Jay. Oh, I know you have. (laughs) Say, I told a dude a couple years ago before the pandemic, I told him, I get it. You want people to know that you're doing business, but I want to (laughs) relax. And I don't want to hear you discussing your business on the plane. How about this Could one? Could you, like, like, I don't know, text or something? 
How about this one? How about when you, um, some, you're, you know, you're on the flight. Someone asks, hey, would you mind switching seats? Because they want to sit with someone else, right? Yeah, I don't, I'll do now, that all day. Me, hold on, Key. Me too. But yeah. sometimes it's even, yeah, you're giving up. You want window or you want aisle and it's the other one. But still, you want to be good about it. So you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, you do it, right? Then uh-huh. when you sit down, the TV don't work. Right? That's fine. Or I've something done that happens, but or the, something's wrong with the seat. Something happens, you're like, damn, I want to undo that. I didn't know this was part of the deal. You know? Yeah, I, I almost got into a fight several years ago on a plane mm-hmm. because a, a, a young lady was separated from her kids mm-hmm. and she wanted to sit, and the dude didn't want to get up because he wanted to sit in the window. Right, and, and not let uh, for a whole flight a woman a, with her kids. She had a baby right. and she wanted to sit by her son, and she had a baby in her lap. Come on. And dude wouldn't do it. Come on, man. So we almost, I almost got into a fight with him. Yeah, I mean, it's his right not to do it, but ass. come on, dude. Just a straight ass. Yeah. Punk muff. Uh, plenty of pet peeves for the airlines. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hal Steinbrenner, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hal Steinbrenner plans to have Aaron Boone return to the Yankees as manager. As far as Boone is concerned, he said, we just signed him, and for all the same reasons I listed a year ago, I believe he's a very good manager. Steinbrenner said this Wednesday as he left the Yankees player development complex. I don't see a change there. Now, listen, I, Aaron Boone's not the problem with the Yankees. The problem with the Yankees is Hal Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman. Hal Steinbrenner's a perfectly fine big market owner, but he's a generic fine big market owner. He's not, you know, unnaturally competitive like the Buss family or, or, or his father, George Steinbrenner. And I don't want a generic big market owner. He's not a bad owner, but he's not a great one. Uh, and, and Brian Cashman's a good GM, very good GM. But he's, there are several GMs better than him. And if you're the Yankees, that's not okay. At any rate, speaking at the sports forum of the Panamanian Association of Business Executives, the greatest pitcher inning for inning in the history of baseball by far, Mariano Rivera, gave his thoughts on whether or not Aaron Boone should return. And here's the quote from Rivera. If I'm the owner, Aaron Boone wouldn't stay, would not stay. When things don't come out the way we want them to, all of the fault goes on the manager and somebody has to pay the price and we won't put that on the players. What you think, Key? I, you know, I don't think it. I don't think Aaron Boone is the problem either. I think it's the front office, if anything. 
managers in baseball are good for what max yeah 10 wins uh, 10 wins at the best ones ever are good for 10 wins most right. most of them are not you know but they're good for 50 losses <laughs> if they're real bad yeah so i mean i think that they have to take a hard look at how they're doing business and how they're spending their money in acquiring players yeah and if they want to get back in this position again they've got some hard choices that they have to, that they're going to have to make Jay, Jay, like like Aaron Boone, like I, I could quibble with some of this. No one's going to agree with the manager the whole time. He's tasked with the responsibility of making those tough calls. I'd have stayed with Garrett Cole. I'd have done a few things differently, but tip run-of-the-mill kind of stuff you disagree with any manager about. Aaron Boone is a perfectly fine major he's league fine. manager. He's, is he the best in the world? No, but he's, he's, he's not bad. That's not the issue with the Yankees. You know, the issue with the Yankees is – Trade for Verlander, too rich for Cashman's blood, he won't do it, he doesn't want to give up the prospects. Now Verlander's a free agent, but he's coming off injury, we'll give him one year, not two. He went to the Astros both times, beat us like a drum in the playoffs both times, stopped us from getting to the World Series, us Yankees fans. Um, you know, Bryce Harper's available, uh, too rich for our blood, is free agent, but Bryce Harper hits in the playoffs because he's a phenomenal, he's like a, he was one of the biggest prospects in the history of baseball, right? Came up with Mike Trout um, around the same time. That's the problem. It's Hal not wanting to pay luxury tax and Brian Cashman being a very good but not among the two or three best GMs in baseball. That's the problem. Let me ask you a question. Excuse my ignorance, Max. So do Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman not have any conversations about who they would like to target and how they do it? I'm sure that Aaron Boone's input is solicited. However... Modern baseball, they don't listen to the manager too much about what players they like. They you don't listen think you're listening, you to scouts, analytics, to Aaron Boone. And I'm sure, he takes it into under advisement. You sure. don't think he has a pretty big voice at the table? I'm just asking. I don't. Think, I wouldn't say it's a deciding no, voice. Probably, I didn't say deciding. Not. I said pretty big voice. The I analytics, the analytics play a hard, a, a large part in all of this. Yep. But what's the what's the longest? What's the longest they've gone out for a player max on a deal? It was. The longest ever, or recently, it was Garrett I mean, Cole. They opened up the vault for Garrett Cole because they needed a hammer. How many years, though? Uh, it was six or seven. I mean, they gave Mark Teixeira six see, or seven years. CC, same thing. That's part of the problem, right? Oh, wait, wait. They gave A-Rod 10 when we did his deal. 40 years ago. Yeah. I'm talking about most recent when you start yeah. talking about Bryce Harper and those guys. They're getting such long deals, it sounds like to me, that Steinbrenner and Cashman are like, we don't want to go 10 years. Right. We want to go six, and everybody yep. else is going 10. Well, not 10, but, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Well, Longer. actually, in Bryce Harper's, it was. You're right. It was like That's 13 or something stupid yeah. like that. But Bryce saying. Harper was like 11 years old when he signed the contract, and he's a left-handed power hitter at Yankee Stadium who's kind of I mean, built for the bright lights. I mean, but they don't want to do that. Yeah. That's not what they want to do. I mean, it is going to be interesting for Cashman to continue to see what happens <laughs> – with Aaron Judge. So, like, just watching this whole thing unfold, if he does go back to San Fran, what that will mean for ownership and the GM. Meantime, we were, I, I've been, you know, every time there's always a non Yankees fan who has this, the following take. And James Steele, one of the guys behind the scenes on this show, Keyshawn J. Willemax, told me what kind of nonsense, James? Go ahead. It didn't just come out of nowhere. This morning I was talking about I did the Turn 2 Foundation event last night right. with Derek Jeter and Misty Copeland. You didn't even talk just, about how great Jeter was. You are just like, I just did this yeah, thing. Yeah. And James Pipes said, oh, yeah, Jeter's overrated. Overrated. Go ahead, go ahead, James. Make your ridiculous argument. Yeah, he's just overrated. We treated him like he was the greatest thing ever. But, like, one, he maybe 
at, at best is like the sixth best Yankee of all time. Right. Uh, was never won an MVP, never won a batting title. Uh, was never was never the best player, best let alone baskets. Well, I mean, was never the best player, let alone the the best shortstop in the league. A Rod was always better than him. Whenever no, Nomar Garcia Parra was healthy, he was better not a better true. shortstop than him. You put Miguel Tejada in front of him. Incorrect. Um, what what else? What else do you want me to? You know, I mean, yeah, he had three thousand hits, but he played for twenty years, and he was he hit first or second in the Derek lineup for Jeter. twenty years, and. I hope he got 3,000 hits. Derek Jeter you know, was a lifetime. Hold on, hold on, I'm, not, I'm not done yet. But these hold are on. absurd Just arguments. I can knock them down one at a time. They're flimsy. He wasn't. He, 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 any kind of defensive metric you look at, he wasn't that good of a defensive shortstop. Whenever they traded for A-Rod, A-Rod clearly should have been the shortstop of, that, of those teams. But uh, uh, Jeter refused to move. He refused to uh, be bumped down in the lineup whenever he was clearly done those last year or two. And it was a de- it was detrimental to the Yankees. You know, you talk about this captain stuff, and whenever you're whenever you don't do what's best for your team, how can you be the captain of the team? That's okay. that's all. Let me let me sh- only recognize I only recognize one captain, and that's Sidney Crosby. Let me let me shoot down these ridiculous arguments one at a time. Okay, um, first of all, Derek Jeter's a lifetime three ten hitter. That includes the end when he was no good. You know how hard it is to hit 310 lifetime as a right-handed hitter in the Very major league. Very good leagues? player. He was number one. He's number Hall of Famer. One. Number two, he's a 14-time All-Star, and he had to have at least six, seven, eight top 10 MVP finishes. In terms of never winning the MVP, he clearly was the MVP in 1999, and for whatever reason, probably because he was early in his career, they didn't give it to him. He led the league in all the advanced metrics looking back at it, and even at the time, everyone knew. I think it was like someone... I forgot who they gave it to in 99, but Jeter was the best player in the league. And by the way, this is in the middle of the steroids era, and it, the Jeter never hit a ton of home runs, right? He was, never, he was never thought of as one of those type of guys. He is the shortstop and either leadoff or number two hitter on five championship teams. If your shortstop's no, like if you, and, and when you say at best the sixth best player in the history of the Yankees, that's correct. In the history of the greatest de- dynasty in the history of American team sports that's been around for 120 years. What are we talking about here? He's one of the greatest players ever. Yeah, he's fine. He's a Hall of Famer. I don't know what to tell you. I don't like this energy from Jamie. I don't, I don't respect it. He's no a Hall of Jamie. Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. And Anyone who lived through Good the careers him. of A-Rod, Garcia, Parra, Tejada, and Jeter would take Derek Jeter. No I, I saw it up close. Hey, Rod. I saw it up close. I remember when Garcia Parra pouted because something happened in the game he didn't like. That was just, I was there. Jeter dove into the stands head first and came out with a bloody face. The Yankees won that game. Didn't even it's the reason the Yankees the won five World Series with Jeter. At overreacted to that, too. All you got to no. do is stop. No. No. Wrong. Wrong. Who does, what do you root for? The Kansas City Royals? No wonder you're so bitter. Pirates. It's even worse. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Good job, Jay. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.